स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रूम जिम सुन रहे हैं आप गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर पाँच मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में इसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजरों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर है ये बताते हुए की बाहर का मौसम पूछे ना इतनी गर्मी है इतनी गर्मी है कि कहीं पानी में डूब मरने को जी चाहता है वेल एक्चुअली हमें नहीं मरना चाहिए बिकॉज इट इज बी यू नो हे फॉर फ्यू डेज एंड बिकॉन एंड समबडी हैज बिन इन द सन एंड यू लुक लाइक काली कलूटी आज डू आई ट्राई टू स्टे आउट ऑफ द सन आज वर्ग ए टोपी एंड आई है शेड But uh, you were you were in a place which was really hot. Very hot. I mean, the first day we got there it was close to thirty-three degrees. Wow. Yeah, right up in the Okanagan, and uh, I mean, it was really fun. But I don't do well in the heat. No way. No, me and Flight were talking about it. Like, I get cranky in the heat. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. There was no AC in where we were staying, so <laughs> it made it even worse. But honestly, it was really great to be able to spend time with my family. That's um, nice. But yeah, I mean, I was watching this video on. TikTok. Yes. From BC Hydro and they had this idea of if you had a pakka or a fan yes. and you put a bowl of ice in front of it. Yes. It will give you cold air. Wow. Cuz it's like pushing the ice the air, air from the ice in front of you and apparently you get a little bit colder air from that. Okay, so everybody is going to be now running and buying uh ice bags. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so get that and and uh, put a pakka in front of it and you'll be cool all the there's no need to get a big ac unit exactly just use an ice bowl <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one now um while you were away did you get to hear the uh, alert that the um i think langley city of langley sent it yeah so what happened was we were on our way back and we are in and out of service coming mm. down from the mountain so it was at random times we were getting an alert we got maybe three and all of us were getting it at different times isn't that interesting yeah i know that you know I, how I, does I, i have no idea how these alerts work then Well, I mean, I think you need to have service or you need to have some sort of internet in order to get them, mm. right? From what it seemed like for me, because there are certain times that they were sent out. Like, you know, we were talking about it earlier. There was one that was sent out at 6.19 a.m., mm. then another one at 7.22, and then the last one at 3.32. Mm. So mine were all weird. I didn't get them at any of those times. I got them all over the place. Um, but oh, I think... Did you, get, did you get them randomly or did you get them in order as they were sent? I got them in order, but mm. they weren't at the right times which is mm. really weird yeah so i think it was when we were in and out of service and when our phones were working properly honestly i'm not too sure but we mm. did get the alerts and we were a little bit confused yeah and the alert it it, it it's a printed message that comes on yeah so your phone will beep you know yeah. one of my my phone was beeping and then maybe like five minutes later my brother's beeped and yeah. then like 10 minutes later my dad's so yeah i mean we all had the same message each time but then i just had different times oh, okay yeah so th- this is uh, and and our program was of course interrupted mm-hmm. and we went on yeah and a message went on mm-hmm. you know so that that is that is interesting and these are because of the shootings that took place in langley yeah and i mean it was really scary even just to read it and now to be able to you know search it up and understand what actually happened there were multiple victims involved right so this person decided to go and and um attack these people which seemed to be random and two of them were actually a part of living on the streets they were actually a part they of were the homeless people and yeah. uh, marginalized people really yeah and the one in uh, in whistler was a gang hit mm-hmm. four south asians mm-hmm. you know yeah two that got killed 
and do that god yeah and they're also looking for more they think there's more suspects involved in that so if anyone was in those areas to contact the integrated homicide investigation team and then we also had one more in Chilliwack yeah and that one was honestly very scary but it's that one was also targeted as well and then that shooter actually killed himself as well at the end oh my god but uh the one thing about the Langley situation was the fact that i read an article from those people who mm. you know were living on the streets and you know someone was talking about how they've taken care of them and how those two people actually wanted to change their lives they wanted to go back to where they were from it was one man and one woman and how like they had plans to really get better and really you know change the way that they live and start over and start fresh so to hear that and then not even been given that opportunity and to just have that taken away from them it's well, very sad who decides that you you who decides that you can take somebody's life no yeah if you can't give life back you you have no right to take life mm-hmm. away from people exactly it's very very scary very. and you know the only way we got to see it was through these alerts so then we all got scared like oh no like he's on the streets right mm-hmm. but uh he did he did get shot by the police so apart from all that everything else uh when your trip was a okay i guess everything was a okay except extreme heat i don't know about that <laughs> one <laughs> well we're going to be um uh going through this extreme heat today is one of the worst mm. and then it'll get uh, it'll stay the same tomorrow day after i think monday is when we'll get a little bit of reprieve and dj flight was saying if this is going to be happening in july what's august got in yeah. store for us i don't want another heat dome again yeah because august is going to be really hot and i and i wouldn't be surprised if we do get a heat dome in august mm-hmm. i had an interesting uh, visit at a beautiful new store that has opened in delta it is um, at the address is interesting when you get off the bridge uh, alexville is a bridge if you're going from burnaby or vancouver or richmond mm-hmm. you get off alex fraser bridge you take the exit of 84th okay and then the first uh, exit is uh, uh delsum crescent d e l s o m so this place is at 10737 delsum crescent it's a brand new subdivision okay and beautiful store called big bazaar and big meat and so go there look at the store it's beautiful do your shopping there and if you do 20 dollars worth of shopping you can scan their qr code as many times as you want to you know mm-hmm. every time you spend 20 bucks go scan and then uh, on august 1st they will draw 20 names and out of those 21 will win 400 dollars worth of groceries okay so this is a grocery store yes awesome it's that's a, super cool it's a g- fresh produce mm-hmm. um dairy and meat store Wow, sounds really cool. Yeah, and and you know, clean stuff. Really very nice. And you know, you it, it's a one of a franchise stores, but it's very interesting. Today's program is very interesting as well because we, you know, everybody is the buzz about what's happening in Surrey. Mm-hmm. So the elections are coming up on the 15th of October. Mm-hmm. But all the candidates have put their names up. So we've got uh, three candidates interviews today. Jenny Sims, yeah. Gori Hog and uh Sukh Thaliwal. Wow. I did speak with uh, Doug McCallum, but he didn't have time to give an interview and so didn't Brenda Lock. So these are the five people who are going to be uh running right. for the mayorship. Wow. A uh, couple of new names that have entered with Gori Hog 
is Ajit Mehat, an old friend of ours. A very, you know, Ajit Mehat is Simi Sara's uncle. Mm. Uh, Mehat family, very well-known family in the South Asian community. Yep. Um, so he is with them. So that slate looks pretty interesting. But, you know, many people are thinking that because so many people are running, it will give Doug McCallum the the 41% of people that like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he will come back into power again. I have a sneaky feeling he will as well. But I was searching about uh, Surrey. When was Surrey founded? 1879. And this one guy, H.J. Um, Brewer, uh, was the one who just was taking all the land away, right? And he looked at uh, past, he was standing in New Westminster and looked around over the uh, Fraser River and saw this land that looked like Surrey, England. Hmm. So he named it Surrey. Wow. Yeah. And the 2016 census say that the European population in Surrey is 38.7%. The South Asian population is 32.4%. And uh, the First Nations population is 2.6%. The rest are Chinese, Filipino, and other communities. I have a sneaky feeling that if they do give us the census readings now, the European and South Asian is going to be neck to neck. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Definitely. I mean, I feel like there's so many South Asians in Surrey. So, yeah. Yeah. So, the first interview with Ginny Sims and then with um, Gordy Hogg, who has been a mayor of um, White Rock for 10 years. Wow. He was also a member of parliament and MLA. So, all these three people that I'm going to be interviewing today have been members of parliament and also members of the legislative assembly. So um, we'll take a short break and then we'll have these interviews. As promised, we have with us the one and only Ginny Sims. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Shushma. The sun is shining. It's not too hot. What better day could I wish for, right? I know. And we're going to get some beautiful days like this. I would rather have this than what the um, what is happening in Europe right now with the heat wave. That's right. And I was talking to my family there today, and it is very, very scary. So, Ginny, um, I wanted to uh, uh, talk to you about uh, the elections that are coming up, uh, civic elections. And I understand now there are four contenders, including you. So uh, let's look at that, and how do you feel about it? You know what, Shushma, in an election, many people stand, right? Yes. Whether you run to be an MLA, MP, or city council or mayor, different people are going to put their names in to, be, to run. And the wonderful thing about democracy is it's the voters who get to decide which person they want to vote for. And so for me, uh, I think elections are a very exciting time because the people do have a choice. I encourage people to do their homework, ask questions, and then vote for the best person you believe can take Surrey forward in the right direction. Uh, Every candidate is going to say it's them, and I'm going to say it's me, because that's part of the election process. Yes. But uh, I really want people, if they're going to vote for me, to vote for me, not because of the color of my skin or from where I've come from. I want them to vote for me because they believe that with my background, I've got the skills and knowledge and the experience to take City of Surrey forward in the right direction and make it a more just and inclusive city for everyone. 
Now, you've used uh, the words more just and inclusive city. Do you feel that it currently it is not a just and um, you know, inclusive city? Absolutely. Uh, you hear that all the time. And more than anything, there is a kind of siloing that happened in Surrey. That is a racial divide over issues um, like policing, which I believe is being fed by both sides. And we need to turn down the temperature and talk about safety and security and all of those things and not the color of the uniforms. But there is also a feeling that some parts of Surrey get more than others. And some individuals, depending on who you know, get your services quicker. There is uh, big concerns over the way permitting is done in Surrey. Uh, there is also a concern around uh, equity and inclusion and even... Um, Housing development, are we building housing for everyone? Uh, not everyone can afford a house on a large lot. Uh, many people uh, need inclusive housing, whether it's support, and the housing is built for people with special needs. We also need to start taking a look at below market housing and affordable housing, because if we do not, we will not be able to attract the professionals and the working people we need to live in our cities to make them vibrant. Right now, a police officer, teacher, a firefighter would find it difficult to qualify to buy a house. And we have to start addressing those issues urgently and start looking at the supply side, but also work with other levels of government to get more creative, to build more high-density housing along the public transit corridor. Well, each human being, like, you know, we say it in Hindi or Punjabi, roti kapada te makan. So we need those three things. Tin So, you know, you know, there are municipalities which issues are coming up, especially right? Roti kapada, you know, you can... Roti da bhi ho rea issue kuki kafi log homeless bhi ho rea ne. And the number of homeless people is rising in each municipality. Um, so there are many issues uh, for a growing city that comes in front of the mayor of that city. You've just mentioned one, which is, you know, affordable, uh, which is housing. What about affordability and uh, other issues? Affordability, uh, housing is an affordability issue. Right. It's the lack of affordability that is driving people out of their homes, right? right? Or even rents have gone way up. I would say even four years ago or three years ago, uh, a basement suite that was renting for around 800, now you're lucky if you can get it for 1500, mm. right? And I've seen that here in Surrey myself. But also I think... Um, We've got to look at other affordability issues that will support families. Mm. Building more childcare. The government, provincial government and the federal government, is putting billions of dollars into growing childcare because that's a good economic investment. It helps families, but it's good for the economy, and it saves uh, the province and the cities lots of money in the long term. The city of Surrey uh, needs a, a local mayor and a council that can work with the provincial government to grow those childcare spaces because the provincial government is always looking for partners. We've had a mayor who's been so focused on the policing issue uh, that he has forgotten 
uh, a lot of the affordability issues. When you look at public transit, not everybody can afford to run a car these days because gas is so high. So we need to take a look at uh, increasing busing immediately because mm. that's a short-term thing you can do, but also start looking at how we develop our communities so that you've got shopping, the services you need within walking distance, and make sure that we have high-density housing along the public um, transit corridors to get people out of cars as well. Um, and we've got to get people out of a parking lot, which is what a lot of the streets are like in Surrey because of the traffic congestion. So there are so many issues that uh, are covered by affordability for families, and the city can play a critical role by working with different levels of government and using their own resources. Uh, we're hearing from the business community that the increase they're having to pay in taxes this year is uh, crippling them on top of them having gone through COVID. So we've got to look at... Um, our taxation system within the Surrey, uh, within Surrey, and make sure that everybody is paying their fair share. Fair share. Now, um, Ginny, recently uh, Vancouver is looking at uh, um, you know fast tracking laneway housing projects, etc. Something like that is uh, is attracting uh, Surrey because Surrey is a huge municipality, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Mm. We have we get sixteen hundred new people moving into Surrey every month. Sixteen hundred. Right. right. We are one of the fastest growing cities, and for over a decade, the previous government failed to invest in the infrastructure. Mm. So yes, we've got to invest in infrastructure. But when it comes to building, there is a backlog. That not a day goes by when I was an MLA when I didn't hear from people saying what the backlog was, how it takes them six, nine months, a year after they've submitted uh, documents to the city, and they don't hear back. And we know we hear a lot in the media, you know, we can expedite these to six weeks. But uh, that rarely happens. But in Surrey, from what we're hearing, it is that it's a real belief that those who know certain people will get their work expedited and others not. And uh, people are getting very, very um, concerned that this is not the way they want their city to grow. We want to have openness and transparency, and we want to have fairness for everybody. Whether you're uh, building a house or whether you're building a tower, uh, everybody should get the same treatment. Uh, they should not have to be, if you've got some resources, then you get to jump the queue. How uh, how would you be different from other candidates in serving the city of Surrey? Well, first of all, I think my background, both as a teacher and then as uh, the president of the teachers, as an NPMLA, has demonstrated that I can build uh, teams and I can bring people together. One of the things that's a big concern in Surrey, that we have become siloed into different groups. There is a real need for a bridge builder to bring people together to the same table and find solutions for the challenges that face us. Secondly, my commitment is to openness, transparency, and fairness. I want to simplify the permitting process in City Hall so that uh, it is expedited and people's um, applications are looked on by merit. 
and we need to fast track those. We've also got to take a look at the way we invest in different parts of Surrey. Newton for years has felt like the neglected child mm. as uh, other uh, parts of Surrey have received quite a bit of investment. I think every part of Surrey, we have six town centres, so to speak, in Surrey, and we need to make sure that we are looking at all of those and making sure that the investments are fair and there. Uh, and looking at, uh, you know, work, the skill set to work with the mayor's table to bring people together. And I think my advocacy, strong advocacy and being a fighter, and because you have to fight for Surrey to get mm. its share, mm. whether it's federal, municipal, and you have to fight at the mayor's table mm. to get what's fair. But at the mayor's table, we also need to see leadership mm -hmm. that isn't just worried about one area, but has a vision for all of the lower mainland, because we are all stronger when we go forward together. Ginny, um, would love to do uh, a longer interview with you and take uh, each topic that you are passionate about and talk about it in great detail. I thank you very much for taking time and talking to us today. Thank you. And as promised, we have with us Gordy Hogg, uh, Gordon Hogg, uh, who is running for the mayor of Surrey. Now, his uh, political career has been very colorful. He's been the mayor of uh, White Rock for 10 years. Uh, he was an MLA uh, from 1997 to 2016. From 2017 to 2019, he was the member of parliament. And now he's put his hat in for the mayor of Surrey. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. Now, um, why are you? Um, why do you have your eyes for the seat of mayor of Surrey? Well, I've been talking with a number of residents over the past number of months, and they've been expressing some concern, uh, particularly uh, as I recognize the potential of Surrey is. Is, is just so incredibly dramatic. We have, uh, I think, a, a multi. We have a multicultural city. We speak uh, over a hundred languages, uh, and we've got light industrial. We've got agriculture. Agriculture being one of the biggest employers. We reflect the values of Canada better than I think any city across Canada, and we have such enormous potential. Potential that uh, doesn't exist in Toronto or Montreal or Ottawa. And uh, or in Vancouver, we have more parkland, more diversity and more ability. And I think that that's a potential that we really have to work hard to realize and realize that the opportunities that exist in Surrey for for all of the residents, uh, for businesses and for the potential of reflecting Canadian values in a way that makes us much more harmonious and diverse and caring and equitable. Now, you've mentioned quite a few things that needs to be reflected uh, from Surrey, which is the one that uh, bothers you the most that you think the current government, civic government, is not looking after? Well, I think to some degree that there has not been an active engagement with the, the residents of Surrey. And certainly they've been uh, sidelined somewhat in terms of their ability to speak at council meetings, to be engaged and involved. And I think that uh, a council is responsible to the residents. The residents are really the leaders and they should be giving their, their point of view and should be given the opportunity to present that. So I think that the council meetings should be open. 
that we should they should be held in community centers around around Surrey where people have an opportunity to attend them in meaningful ways and recognizing that their elected representatives are coming to them. They just don't have to come to City Hall to do that. Also, see City Hall, most businesses now, and certainly we've seen a dramatic change over the last 15 years or so, and most businesses don't function just on the old banker's hours. And I think that City Hall should be open in the evenings for those people that work during the day and don't have an opportunity to get to City Hall to, whether it's processing a, a processing an application of some sort, uh, but that the hours should be expanded. And there are a couple of cities in Ontario that are experimenting with that. And I think that Surrey should be doing that. So it again becomes more responsive to the citizens of Surrey in meaningful and appropriate ways. Now you mentioned that uh at least a minimum of 100 languages are spoken. Uh, so Surrey is an area which is growing so fast with 15 to 1,600 people coming every month to Surrey. So isn't housing one of the issues as well? It certainly is. It's a very important one. <clears throat> In fact, it... Uh, if we look at the, the projections that are being done, we're told that uh, in, in B.C. alone, we're going to need 30,000 long-term care beds over the next 20 years. And being able to accommodate that, I think there's an enormous opportunity in Surrey to develop a number of those beds. They create a, a growing economy. They employ people. And being able to provide lower-income housing through that process. And there are a number of uh, of opportunities that exist. I know that uh, Unity, Semiang House, had proposed a, a low-income housing that was unfortunately turned down by the current council, but I've been actively involved with them over the years and mm. don't know what a, a big advantage that would be, and I think we we could have those that type of low-income housing right across the, the city. And in fact, uh, looking at some of the Scandinavian countries, they create low-income housing within the development of large uh, condominium developments. And if it's uh, 100 units, they may designate four or five units within it to be low-income housing. And there are different models that can be looked at, it, which uh, would allow that type of diversity to, to exist within the context of the city. I'm going back to 1990s when, you know, Surrey was, uh, quote-unquote, discovered by the South Asian community. And in a big way... Um, bought land there and build big houses there. Those big houses can also house, uh, you know, renters as well. Is that one of the uh, options that the city is looking at as far as housing is concerned? Well, I think that every opportunity has to be looked at in terms of uh, the, the dramatic growth that we're seeing, as you've pointed out, and with uh, over, over 1,600 people coming a month being able to create that. And, and many people I've talked to are saying they can't afford to live here anymore. The costs have gone up and they're talking about moving out. And I've talked to some people who have moved to other parts. But I think that if we can increase the, that the one way that we can reduce the cost is to increase the, the uh, numbers mm. of, of, of housing. And we've got to be able to, in some ways, I wouldn't say flood, but we really have to improve and speed up the process by which developments get approved. It's uh, so costly if it takes a long, long time to get an approval. And I've talked with people who've made applications, both for single family and multifamily and larger, and it's taken them years to get approval processes. And that uh, costs a lot of money, but it also, and therefore, increases the cost of the ultimate uh, product that comes out. 
but it also means that we wait longer and longer for more housing and more housing and the challenges that that presents for the many people who are coming here and, and can't get housing and can't afford it. Many people are also talking about the RCMP and Surrey police issue. Where do you stand on that? Well, I have, uh, I stand with Surrey first uh, with the last election almost four years ago now, said that it was uh, a big and dramatic change that would take place. And in order to do that, the cost associated with it, that we need to have a referendum. And, and I stand by that. I think that we don't have enough information yet that uh, in terms of the overall cost and the process, there have been people who have said that the costs have been up over $200 million beyond what was expected. And uh, I believe that we should make that all that information available and transparent and that there should be a referendum held so that the people of Surrey can make that decision on their own. And uh, I used to be a probation officer. I started work in Wally, and uh, I used to work in the Bridgeview area, and I used to ride every one weekend a month with the mm -hmm. RCMP, mm -hmm. and we would go to a number of things. And I've got great respect for the RCMP and what they've done, but I also see that the House of Commons has suggested in an all-party committee that, uh, that the RCMP should be looking more at uh, getting more out of the urban policing. So I think there are a lot of issues that have to be looked at, but I'd like to have an opportunity for the people of Surrey to have a say in that process. And when you talk to the people that you've been speaking to, where are their uh, leanings towards? Well, there, there are all, all kinds of leanings. So I've talked to people who are adamant that the RCMP should remain and that the, we should not make any types of shifts nor changes. And other people who are saying, no, no, as the, the provincial government has said, that uh, that they want to move more towards urban policing models. So we are, Metro Vancouver is one of the few jurisdictions in North America, large jurisdictions, that, that does not have one coordinated police force. We have a, a police force for every municipality, basically. Mm -hmm. So there, there's greater coordination that can take place. We do a pretty good job of coordinating at high-level crime, mm -hmm. but not so much in terms of the everyday operations, and certainly the overhead is much much higher because of that. But there's also a few uh, police forces in North America that are blended. Mm -hmm. could be So you could blend the RCMP and a local police force, and that, that model is in existence in parts of North America as well. So there are a lot of questions that still to be answered before we can make a, a well-informed decision. You also mentioned that you worked in the Wally area, which probably uh, has many homeless people or people who are you know, less fortunate. And homelessness is another question that comes up in every meeting uh, that takes place throughout Lower Mainland. And it's an issue which is not going away. How would you look at homelessness in Surrey? Yeah, and I think if you look what's happening in Vancouver today, that just uh, exemplifies the, the challenges that would happen if you don't manage with the homeless. And certainly uh, tying that into the comments with respect to policing, that we know that uh, somewhere between 20 and 30 percent of the offenses that are being committed are being committed with people that either have alcohol and drug issues or have mental health issues and uh, being able to manage that in a, in a different fashion. So there's something called the Portugal model. In the Portuguese model, they actually have a number of their police officers trained as social workers and dealing with a different approach to it than just enforcement. So looking at that and then being able to find housing that will allow them to work their way through those with with the kind of supports that they need. 
and the criminal justice system is trying to get better at that, but it's not well adapted to uh, working with people that have mental health and, and alcohol and drug issues. And I personally know uh, people who are living on the street who I talk to every couple of weeks, and I know that uh, over the winter, they some of them stayed in, in housing that was uh, temporary housing and, and did very well. And in fact, one I, I know has transitioned extremely well as a result of being provided with that housing, and he's now working uh, one day a week with mm. with uh, sources. And he's he's I talked to him last week, and he's feeling pretty positively about himself. But he's still living on the street, but he's off drugs, and he's feeling much better about himself. And being able to have those personal connections with people and and giving them that opportunity and uh, can can make a dramatic difference. But certainly, housing is an important part of that. But being wanting to make a change is, is more important than, than the housing. And often housing is made available and they will go in for a short period of time and then they're out on the street again. And we've seen that across Surrey because there are a number of group homes across uh, Surrey, a lot of group homes. And I've talked with the owners and providers in a number of those and they recognize the, the challenges that exist there and the opportunities that exist. And being able to put a number of people who have a number of psychological or alcohol and drug issues uh, all together, you need, really need to have a positive, strong approach to make that work rather than too often they'll, they'll slip off the, off the positive path and, uh, and find it more difficult. So that is a big challenge that exists in, in all of Metro Vancouver and I see in the city of Vancouver, it's pretty dramatic right now where the businesses are taking action against the number of the homeless and uh, we have to find more positive ways of dealing with it and again, the Portugal model and some of the things coming out of that, I think, are positive ways of dealing with people who run into difficult times. Um, I wanted to ask you a question about the seniors, but uh, you know, this is not the only interview we're going to do with you. Probably we'll talk to you again before the elections take place. But there is, uh, there are five candidates now who have announced their candidacy to be the mayor of uh, Surrey. Why do you think they should uh, vote for you? Well, I think that uh, my experience and my commitment to, to Surrey and having worked in it uh, as much as I have, and certainly I, I belong to about uh, four nonprofits that have worked in, in Surrey as well as working in there myself. And I think that the, the people that are running with me are, do reflect the, the values of Surrey in a multicultural way. I think we have a, a really strong team that is committed to making a difference and uh, making Surrey move on with the opportunities that it provides. As I say, I think Surrey will be and has, certainly has the opportunity to be the most important, uh, most important city in Canada, and I think we have to realize that. And some of the things in the past have seemed to be so divisive, and I've spent uh, my life working at uh, bringing people together and working together with different and diverse views, whether it was uh, in, in Cabinet in Victoria or in, in Ottawa, being able to work with all political parties around the values, and certainly most of us, uh, I think, try to be very strict on, on values and vision and flexible on the details and actions, and being able to work with uh, with all political parties around those values, and I think to a large degree those values are shared with, with most political parties and most of the people who are running in this, and I look forward to if elected, being having the opportunity to, to work with all members of council in ways that uh, facilitate the vision that we have for Surrey. And uh, I think that just the opportunities are, are just almost limitless in terms of what can be accomplished if we work together in a positive fashion and listen 
listen to and get involved with the citizens and residents of Surrey. Thank you so very much for taking time and talking to us. It's a pleasure. Thank you. ਰਾਹੁਲ ਹੁਣ ਤੁਹਾਡੀ ਮੁਲਾਕਾਤ ਅਸੀਂ ਕਰਵਾਣਾ ਚਾਹੁੰਦੇ ਆ ਸੁਖ ਤਾਲੀਵਾਲ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਜੋ ਕਿ ਆਪਣਾ ਨਾਮ ਪਾ ਚੁੱਕੇ ਨੇ ਸਰੀ ਦੇ ਮੇਰ ਬਨਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਬਾਰੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਜਾਣਦੇ ਹੀ ਹੋ ਸਾਡੀ ਕਮਿਊਨਿਟੀ ਦੇ ਬੜੇ ਜਾਣੇ ਪਹਿਚਾਨੇ ਔਰ ਬਹੁਤ ਹੀ ਲੋਕਪ੍ਰਿਯ ਪੋਲਿਟੀਸ਼ੀਅਨ ਨੇ ਫੈਡਰਲ ਗਵਰਨਮੈਂਟ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਐਜ਼ ਅ ਮੈਂਬਰ ਆਫ ਪਾਰਲੀਮੈਂਟ ਰਹਿ ਚੁੱਕੇ ਨੇ ਔਰ ਇਸ ਵਕਤ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਆਪਣਾ ਨਾਮ ਸਰੀ ਦੇ ਮੇਰ ਬਨਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਪਾਇਆ ਸੁਖ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਪ੍ਰੋਗਰਾਮ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਤੁਹਾਡਾ ਬਹੁਤ ਬਹੁਤ ਸਵਾਗਤ ਹੈ ਕੀ ਹਾਲ ਹੈ ਧੰਨਵਾਦ ਜੀ ਸੁਸ਼ਮੀ ਮੇਰੇ ਵੱਲੋਂ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਅਤੇ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਸਾਰੇ ਸੋਚਣ ਬਹੁਤ ਪਿਆਰ ਤੇ ਬਹੁਤ ਸਤਿਕਾਰਨ ਥੈਂਕ ਯੂ ਫॉर ਆਲ ਦਾ ਗ੍ਰੇਟ ਵਰਕ ਦੈਟ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ ਯੂ ਡਿਡ ਓਵਰ ਦੀ ਪਾਸਟ ਮੈਨੀ ਮੈਨੀ ইয়ারਸ ਐਂਡ ਐਂਡ ਕੰਟੀਨਿਊ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਥੈਟ ਸੋ ਵਾਈ ਹੈਵ ਯੂ ਡਿਸਾਈਡਡ ਟੂ ਟੂ ਪੁਟ ਯੋਰ ਨੇਮ ਫॉर ਦ ਮੇਅਰ ਆਫ ਸਰੀ ਆਈ ਮੀਨ ਮੈਂਬਰ ਆਫ ਪਾਰਲੀਮੈਂਟ ਆਈ ਅੰਡਰਸਟੈਂਡ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਹਿਊਜ ਬਿਗ ਪੋਜੀਸ਼ਨ and civic politics zara meri nazaran de vich maybe i'm wrong thodi hierarchy de vich niche aandi hai hai toda ki khayal hai dekho hierarchy kuch bhi ho shushmani par kyunki main sari nu jadon dekhta ta main sari de vich hi apna parivar mera vadda hoya hai ithe mera business hai ithe mera bhai chara hai no jadon dekhde si ke city of sari de vich as way integrity khatam ho chuki hai political influence jehda va ਉਹ ਜੂਝ ਕੀਤਾ ਜਾ ਰਿਹਾ ਵਾ ਔਰ ਕੋਈ ਵੀ ਕੰਮ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਕਦੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਡਿਵੀਜ਼ਨ ਦੇਖੋ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਟ ਕੀਤੀ ਗਈ ਹੈ ਕਮਿਊਨਿਟੀਜ਼ ਡਿਵਾਈਡ ਕਰਦੀਆਂ ਇਨ ਮੋਸਟੀ ਕਾਉਂਸਲ ਚ ਬਦੀ ਆ ਸੋ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਮੱਦੇ ਨਜ਼ਰ ਰੱਖਦੇ ਆ ਜਿਹੜੀਆਂ ਟੂ ਰਿਸਟੋਰ ਇੰਟੈਗਰਿਟੀ ਮੈਂ ਇਹ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਆਪਣਾ ਹੌਸਲਾ ਕੱਢਿਆ ਕਿ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਪੰਗਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਇਹ ਐਸੇ ਸ਼ਸ਼ਮੀ ਗੁੰਡਾਗਰਦੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਹੈਗੀ ਆ ਉਹ ਲਾਗੂ ਹੋ ਚੁੱਕੀ ਹੈ ਸ਼ਹਿਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਗੁੰਡਾ ਰਾਜ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਉਹ ਉਹ ਚੱਲ ਰਿਹਾ ਸੋ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਰਿਜਿਸਟਰ ਲਈ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਇਹ ਕਦਮ ਚੱਕਿਆ ਐਂਡ ਆਈ ਐਮ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਆਫ ਸਪੋਰਟ ਫਰਮ ਪੀਪਲ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਥੈਟ ਸੋ ਅਸੀਂ ਗੱਲ ਕਰੀਏ ਗਰਸਰੀ ਦੇ ਬਾਰੇ ਚ ਕਿ ਕਿਹੜੀ ਕਿਹੜੀ ਚੀਜ਼ਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਸੋਚਦੇ ਹੋ ਕਿ ਤੁਹਾਡੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਮਹਾਰਤ ਹੈਗੀ ਹੈ ਚਾਹੇ ਬਿਜ਼ਨਸ ਚ ਹੋਵੇ ਚਾਹੇ ਪੋਲਿਟਿਕਸ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੋਵੇ ਉਹ ਕੰਮ ਆਵੇਗੀ ਕਿਹੜੀਆਂ ਚੀਜ਼ਾਂ ਦੀ ਕਮੀ ਹੈਗੀ ਹੈ ਸਰੀ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਪੂਰੀ ਕਰੋਗੇ ਦੇਖੋ ਸਾਰੇ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਤਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਦੱਸਿਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਵੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਇੰਟੈਗਰਿਟੀ ਬਰਕਰਾਰ ਕਰਨੀ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਆਮ ਸਧਾਰਨ ਇਨਸਾਨ ਦੀ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਆ ਉਹ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਮੇਰੀ ਐਕਸਪਰਟੀ ਜਦੋਂ ਦੇਖਦੇ ਹੋ ਕਿ ਮੇਰਾ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਨੇਚਰ ਆ ਉਹ ਹਮੇਸ਼ਾ ਸ਼ੁਰੂ ਤੋਂ ਰਹੀ ਆ ਵੀ ਕੋਲੈਬੋਰੇਟਲੀ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਕੰਮ ਕਰੋ ਔਰ ਪੋਜ਼ਿਟਿਵ ਕੰਮ ਕਰੋ ਔਰ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਮੱਦੇ ਨਜ਼ਰ ਰੱਖਦੇ ਆ ਮੈਂ ਚਾਹਣਾ ਕਿ ਇੱਕ ਤਾਂ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਕਮਿਊਨਿਟੀਜ਼ ਨੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਇਕੱਠਿਆਂ ਕੀਤਾ ਜਾਵੇ ਔਰ ਦੂਸਰਾ ਜਦੋਂ ਦੇਖਦੇ ਆ ਐਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਇਵਨ ਦੋ ਡਿਟੇਲਡ ਪਲੇਟਫਾਰਮ ਅਸੀਂ ਆਉਣ ਵਾਲੇ ਸਮੇਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਆ ਰਹੇ ਆ ਔਰ ਫਾਸਟਡ ਪਲੇਟਫਾਰਮ ਉਪਰ ਇਮੀਡੀਏਟਲੀ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਜਾਵੇ ਤਾਂ ਲੋਕ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਕੰਪਲੇਂਟ ਕਰਦੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਤਿੰਨ ਚਾਰ ਇਸ਼ੂ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਨੇ ਉਹ ਸਾਹਮਣੇ ਆਏ ਆ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਸਭ ਨਾਲ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਤਾਂ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿ ਐਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਇਕਨੋਮਿਕ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਟੂ ਦੀ ਇਕਨੋਮਿਕ ਕੰਸਲਟੈਂਸੀ ਨਾ ਔਰ ਕੋਵਿਡ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਨਿਕਲੇ ਹਰੇਕ ਇਨਸਾਨ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈਗਾ ਆਮ ਸਧਾਰਨ ਇਨਸਾਨ ਉਸ ਲਈ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਵਾ ਕੋ ਟੈਕਸ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਨੇ ਬੜਾ ਵੱਡਾ 22% ਟੈਕਸ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਨੇ ਉਹ ਪਿੱਛੇ ਵਧਾਏ ਨੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਇਹ ਕਿਹਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਅਸੀਂ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਫੋਰ ਪੁਆਇੰਟਸ ਕਿਹਾ ਹੈਗਾ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਜ
ਅਨਗਿਰਤ ਲੰਮਾ ਸਮਾਂ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਵਾ ਉਹ ਲੱਗ ਰਿਹਾ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਪ੍ਰੋਮਿਸਡ ਥੈਟ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਫਰਸਟ ਟੂ ਇਅਰਸ ਦੈਟ ਦੈਟ ਟਾਈਮ ਫॉर ਪ੍ਰੋਸੈਸਿੰਗ ਦੀ ਪ੍ਰੋਜੈਕਟ ਐਂਡ ਦੀ ਪਲਾਨ ਪਰਮਿਟ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਬ੍ਰਿੰਗ ਇਟ ਟੂ ਦਾ ਟੂ ਦਾ ਬੈਸਟ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਹੋਲ ਰੀਜਨ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਤੇਜ਼ ਕਰਨਾ ਔਰ ਐਂਡ ਨਾਓ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਅ ਗਰੋਇੰਗ ਕਮਿਊਨਿਟੀ ਐਜ਼ ਵੈਲ ਯੂ نو ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਲੁੱਕ ਐਟ ਇਟਸ ਅ ਫਾਸਟੈਸਟ ਗਰੋਇੰਗ ਕਮਿਊਨਿਟੀ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਹੈਵ ਅਨ ਇਨਵੈਂਟਰੀ ਟੂ ਟੂ to accommodate the demand that that is there in sari usko karne ke liye hum kya karenge ki hum federal government and provincial government ke sath kaam karke jo naye plan checker inspectors planners hire karke wo logon ke liye jo hai us suhulat jo hai wo create karenge and, and lastly parks and recreation bada important ho gaya kyunki log chahunde ne ki sade bachchiyan de layi jehde ne oh badhiya jehde ne ਉਹ ਪਾਰਕਸ ਐਂਡ ਰੈਕਰੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਹੋਵੇ ਤਾਂ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਆਪਣਾ ਐਕਟਿਵ ਲਾਈਫਸਟਾਈਲ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਉਹ ਅਡਾਪਟ ਕਰ ਸਕਣ ਔਰ ਨਾਲ ਹੀ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਆਪਣਾ ਪੋਟੈਂਸ਼ੀਅਲ ਦੇ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਬੀ ਏਬਲ ਟੂ ਰੀਲਾਈਜ਼ देयर ਪੋਟੈਂਸ਼ੀਅਲ ਐਂਡ ਅਚੀਵ ਵਾਟ ਦੇ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਅਚੀਵ ਉਸ ਕੋ ਪੂਰਾ ਕਰਨੇ ਕੇ ਲਈ ਜੋ ਹਮ ਜੋ ਕਭੀ ਵੀ ਹਿਸਟਰੀ ਮੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਆ ਤਰੀਕੇ ਉਹ ਪਾਰਕਸ ਐਂਡ ਰੈਕਰੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਮੇ ਇਨਵੈਸਟਮੈਂਟ ਹਮ ਕਰੇਗੇ ਜੇ ਹਮੇ ਫੋਰ ਪੁਆਇੰਟ ਜੋ ਹੈ ਬੋ ਪਲੇਨ ਪਲਾਨ ਜੋ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਆਏ ਤਲੀਵਾਲ ਸਾਹਿਬ there are a couple of other questions that are very important in sari being a, a, a city that is growing so fast accommodation uh, is also a huge issue uh, there is a huge issue of uh, homelessness in sari and looking at the community which is um, becoming older day by day the seniors are also uh, a community that are not being looked after out of these three issues would are you aware of these and would you be looking at these and certainly certainly we are i mean it's good that you raise this issue with the homelessness and the and the seniors uh, and I, i'll come come back to this but before this you talked about the growing accommodation problem that is why you know the earlier point that i mentioned about the permits and process that we will bring it to the fastest you know within the region within the first two years that is the only uh, only way we can meet this uh, growing accommodation now there are 1500 people moving into sari every month so if we call b2 uh, you know residents then we need about 500 uh, to 600 permits uh, a month so that that comes to about 6000 permits here but we are not getting that out right now mm. so we have to, to meet that demand we have to have a supply so people can have affordable uh, rental place affordable accommodation that they they need that is part of our four point program but other two points that you mentioned homelessness and and seniors you know we have a very diverse team uh uh you know look at the lot of uh, former NDP MP Jasveer Sandhu uh, who was who represented from 2011 to 2015 under Jack Layton he is running with us uh, Julie Tapley uh, you know a, a lifelong educator uh, a community activist uh, her dad was the first uh, recreation and parks director in in Surrey uh, she is uh, running with us who have a history uh, with the with the community and then we from the conservatives we have uh, uh Jeffrey you know who's been a small business established working hard guy uh, he's running with us 
Uh, and then we have uh, have Becky Ju, uh, you know, from the Asian uh, background, uh, who's, a, who's a small business person who's running real estate business. So we understand this. And then we are also bringing four more candidates within the next uh, next few, uh, couple of weeks. And, and this homelessness and seniors, and though, because I'm going to do it, I'm going to assign different projects to different uh, uh, council candidates. Mm. Uh, and and this wheel, I mean, who has served as an MP, he's very well aware of the situation uh, in, in the north uh, part of the city. And now it's growing uh, towards Newton as well. Mm-hmm. And we totally understand and we have to work uh, uh, together with the federal and provincial government at PHMC uh, to make sure that we are able to, to deal with this. And previously, uh, as a federal government MP, I can, I can tell you that we have worked with the city and uh, the provincial government, whether it was to create a rapid housing, whether it was to give a grant uh, to the uh, CHMC uh, for affordable housing, which has brought the homelessness down. And, and seniors, of course, they have worked so hard, uh, and we want to make sure, uh, you know, when we talk about uh, freezing taxes for, for the first year, and when we are talking about rolling back uh, the $300 hidden tax per parcel, that they have uh, <clears throat> put on and, and bringing it back to uh, prior to 2018 level. So those are the little things that right now uh, we are doing, even parks and recreation. You know, seniors need to go uh, to recreation centers and we will make sure that they have the facilities uh, that they, they need because they have worked hard uh, for us over the lifespan. So, Taliban Sahib, in the next couple of weeks or couple of months before the elections take place, we will be speaking with you again uh, and and would like to find out what progresses you have made within the community. When you go and meet your local communities, important Do you think that the police force is not Do you think that the police force is ਕਿਹੜੇ कोई भी इंसान चल के आंदा डजन मेट्रो सारी कांस्टिट्यूएंसीज रहंदा सपोर्ट कीती नहीं कीती असी सब नु जेड़ा है ओ जिया कहने सो दैट इज द इशू दैट कमिंग अप सर्टेनली पीपल आर आस्किंग मी अबाउट अबाउट द पुलिस एज वेल द पब्लिक सेफ्टी इज अवर टॉप प्रायोरिटी एंड 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 आई हैव मेड इट वेरी क्लियर एंड वेरी डिसाइसिव ऑन द ऑन द पुलिस फोर्स जो लोग हैं वो चाहते थे कि सिटी पुलिस होनी चाहिए अब अब क्या है कि जो प्रोसेस अभी शुरू हो चुकी है दे हैव हायर्ड ऑलमोस्ट दे विल हायर ऑलमोस्ट 300 पुलिस ऑफिसर्स बाय बाय मे नेक्स्ट ईयर एंड देयर इज नो वे गोइंग बैक सुषमा जी नाउ वी हैव टू मेक श्योर दैट वी कंटिन्यू टू प्रोग्रेस एंड एंड कंप्लीट दिस ट्रांजिशन बट इफ यू लुक एट द प्रेजेंट मेयर एंड द काउंसिल व्हाट दे हैव डन यू नो दे हैव डिवाइडेड द कम्युनिटी बेस्ड ऑन ऑन दिस दिस इशू एंड विद इन द शॉर्ट वाइल we got to make sure that we give proper respect to the RCMP because they are our national 
force and they have done great work and they are doing great work and we have to respect that and we got to make sure that the RCMP and the city police works hand in hand in the short or near future uh, until the transition is complete to make sure that the proper and the top public safety of the citizens is protected so that people who are in their homes, as always, thank you so very much to take your time out of very busy schedule. It's taken you a long time to return my call, but I thank you for that. Shushma ji, I apologize, but I tell you right now, I have tremendous amount of respect for you, the work that you have done, the fight that you have taken, and you've been the pioneer in our, our community and a legend and an icon uh, in the media. And I wish you the very best and, and please continue to do the best uh, that you have done in the past many, many years uh, and in the coming year. I wish you and your listeners the very best. Thank you. तो इसी के साथ हमारे आज के इस प्रोग्राम को यहीं समाप्त करने की इजाजत चाहते हैं वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजरों में अटकी खटकी और दिल में समाई उन सबको लेके विल बी हेयर टुमारो याद रखिए कल के प्रोग्राम में हम बिग बाजार एंड बिग मीट शॉप के सुखजीत सिद्धू के साथ आपकी मुलाकात करवाएंगे और स्टेट्यून फॉर द ड्राइव होम ग्राइंड विद डीजे फ्लाइट राइट हेयर ऑन स्पाइस रेडियो एंड योर रिक्वेस्ट्स विद नूतन ऑन रेडियो ब्रिमझिम